2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.
1: The Packers game is over. And now it's time to break this one down. It's the Green and Gold Post Game Show. With former Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the big unit, Bill Michaels. Wow, that uh, that was an ass
3: kicking. Uh, Thirty-eight unanswered by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers looked terrible, terrible. Welcome to the Green and Gold Post Game Show. I'm Bill Michaels. Gary Ellerson, you hear his uh, chuckle in the background, Gary. Uh, look, I I was – all week I had trepidation about this game. I just felt bad. And then I kind of voted with my heart <laughs> instead of my head at the last minute. I'm kind of like, ah, Packers fans are going to give me grief. And I should have stuck with my gut because I just yeah. didn't feel they were going to come out and play well. And I thought a pissed off Brady was going to just torch him And and everything right. fell into place. And this defense whooped their ass up front.
4: Right. Uh, Bill, we talked about you a little bit on, on the big show. And we, we use your big word, of trepidation. And because everybody's trying to figure out whether they, whether they, whether they're going to win or lose this game or not, and everybody was picking the Packers because it was too good to be true, right? And I don't know about on your show, but on the big show, everybody's talking Super Bowl talk. And, right. and I went after and I went after all those people talking su- su- Super Bowl talk. I go, listen, they, if they're four and zero, they've only played four games. Get back to me in week eight, and then we'll talk about Super Bowl. It's just too early for all this Super Bowl crap talk. I mean, I mean, Packer fans was most definitely drinking the Kool-Aid. And you know, and I said, and we had a couple people on the air with us, blah, blah, blah. And and, and I said, you know what, listen, to me, I, I keep having a problem, Bill Bill, here's what I have a problem with. Uh I'm more of a guy that I see what I see. And I have a problem with this. I'm about the bros and the Joes, the Jimmys and right. the Joes. I am about players and my eyes tell me that Jermichael Finley I keep I keep going to this now Jermichael Finley uh Jennings uh driver uh Nelson Randall Cobb is better than DeVonte Adams uh MVS uh Saint Brown right uh Tyler Tanyan, Irvin, I, did, yeah. I don't care. Who else you got? That And and then so what does that tell me is in that, that that means that, okay, now if you're about Jimmys and the Joes, Gary, then that gives us and, – and, and, so if you're about the players, then how is, it, how is this happening? How are the Packers winning? And I was asking all the national guys, I said, here's what I feel like. They're scheming people. Matt LaFleur is scheming people. He's getting the right matchup. He's doing all the right things. His quarterback is playing at a high level. And I said to these people, I said, in the NFL, at some point, you got all this stuff on tape. These guys are good enough. If they've got good enough players, somebody's going to scheme you. Right. They're not going to go 16-0. You're going to run into a defensive coordinator. You're going to run into some players that can scheme you from the defensive end to your offensive end. And to me, Bill, I think that's what happened tonight. I think Todd Ta- Bowles had an exceptional defensive game plan and better players.
3: And better players because he had guys up front that could just flat out whoop you. You may be able to stop one or yes. two, but you're not stopping yes. four and five. And that's yes. part of what the problem is. Yes. Um, so, I, and I that's completely okay. agree with and,
4: you. And that's okay. But that's okay. Right. That happens. That's okay. So, now it's time for Matt LaFleur. Now he's got this in. He, he can, you know, now he can go back and take a look at this film. Take a look at it because you know what's going to happen? If another team can do this, they're going to copycat right. What or copy what Todd Bowles did. Now, the next team they play, I don't even know who they play next, but the next team they Houston. play, they, Houston, they may or may not have the personnel to do what Todd Bowles and Tampa Bay did. So you got to have the personnel to get it done. I thought Tampa Bay had a great defensive personnel. We saw them against Chicago. They went to another level in this game defensively.
3: I uh, I look down the line and I say, okay, what teams have that ability? The Bears have that ability.
5: Now, whether or yeah, not but they have the, an offense it, to keep
3: up with you, yeah, but I, right. now, but they have the ability right. to punch you in the mouth the way that uh, the way that Tampa Bay did today.
4: Well, and they do, Bill, and I keep and I keep hearing this stuff. I don't know if you're your radio show. Oh, they're four and one they're they, they winning ugly, They're this, right. that, and the other. And, I, and I'm saying to people, when haven't the Bears won ugly in the history of the Chicago Bears? Right. This is how the Chicago Bears play football. Mm-hmm. This is their brand. When they yep. won a Super Bowl with Jim McMahon, he wasn't like an all-world QB. It was their defense. It was Walter Payton. It was offensive line. It was a quarterback that don't screw it up. When right. they went to the Super Bowl with with Rex Grossman, he wasn't great, but it was their defense. Mike Brown is still getting interceptions and taking them back for a touchdown right now. That's what yeah. their defense was all about. In the history of Chicago Bears, they've never been great on offense, but it's always been about what their defense is, and they win ugly and they stay in the game. They just don't want their quarterback to turn it over. Well, they got a guy who's won a Super Bowl that is not the greatest, but he doesn't make stupid plays like Mitch Trubisky does. The problem that you got over there, too, is Matt Nagy. You got to guard against him being the smartest, smartest guy in the guy room. Because he's always going to give you the smartest guy in the room play that's going to put your
3: defense at risk. I completely agree. I'm I, fired uh, but up right now if you uh, can that's, tell let's, let's do it. Let's bring it. If you uh, have something to say, 855-830-8648. Let's start out right away. trell on the north side. trell welcome to the program, man. What you got?
6: Man, what's going on with uh...
3: y'all? Not a good uh, gee, day, Trell.
6: Gee, you've been on the money, man, the whole week, man. I've, I've been with you, too, man. And this, this right here was You – You've been one was, of
4: the few, I, Terrell. I would say you have been one of the few. Yes, sir, you have been.
6: I I was, I was, you know what I'm saying, dreading a performance like this because all this does is reaffirm that. Remember when I was saying about when are they going to play a physical defense or a defense that we can get a better barometer of this team? Well, they met a physical defense today. And uh, they looked to the shell at themselves. Just like I said, what happened? Just like last year. San Francisco beat the brakes off them early. We we said, well, it's an early season game. They'll shake it off. Uh, but what happened? We, we met San Francisco NFC Championship, and it was like a replay. The same type of performance. And um, at some point, it comes down to the talent. Um, Aaron Rodgers didn't have a good game. He had one of his uh, worst games probably in a long time that he's played. So that's one thing. But when you're when, when the defense is being the aggressor, uh, you're not able to protect like you usually are, you're not able to run the ball, you don't have many options. And just like you said, as far as Madeline Floyd, he schemed really well those first weeks, but this week somebody schemed against him. And um, this reminds me of the St. Louis Rams when they were scoring all those points and then they got to the Super Bowl and I think they had a field goal for the majority of the whole game. They couldn't score at all against uh, what Belichick had schemed up against them. And like I said, uh, this is the difference between uh, the Packers and the Chiefs. The Chiefs have a high-playing offense. A guy like Le'Veon Bell gets released, and they sign him. They sign him because they're trying to win another Super Bowl after just uh, coming back. And you just don't see that from the Packers. And I'm sorry. I've uh, been a Packer fan my, my whole life, and I'm just tired <laughs> of seeing When is going to be the right time when we do something to upgrade this team to say to the players in the locker room that we're trying to win this whole damn thing. When is going to be the time for that? I mean, uh, they've got it. Ted Thompson got away with it for years. Uh, they won that Super Bowl on the magic carpet ride. They never really, hey, if anything, they lost their talent. They started losing receivers getting plucked off. Started losing defensive players. They never replaced them. I just want to know, like, when is going to be the right time? We just, we got draft picks coming from losing guys in free agency, Martinez and Balaga and so on, uh, last year. I mean, those are compensatory picks, but you can trade those picks now uh, per NFL rule. So when are we going to go out there and do something to help this team? Because this is going to happen again in the playoffs. If they meet the right team in the playoffs, this is exactly what's going to happen. They're sure. going to stop the run. They're going to pressure sure. Rodgers. And our defense is not going to be able to keep us in the game. We have to be able to score points. Uh, for our defense to be at their best, and when we fall right. behind, we're in trouble. We're going to be reeling. Yeah, that was I,
3: that was the one thing I happens. talked about, Terrell, this week. You're absolutely right. Thanks appreciate for fall, it, Terrell, as always. Yeah, uh, I'd said the same thing. I said this defense plays well when they have a lead. If they don't have a lead, and you got to you got to get big stops, they may get you a stopper too. But if you've got a defense that's shutting down your offense, they can't hold a game. They don't have that ability. Yep. And, and and Terrell's right. How good would Patrick Queen have looked in this in this offense or in this defense?
5: Yeah. You know, how good Yo, was some of these what younger wide receivers looked in this yeah. offense? I mean, you know, it,
3: look, I, I agree with Terrell. I mean, it, every year it's always a stopgap measure. You're going to get a guy or two. Now, they did go for it a little bit more with Zedarius and Preston Smith and Adrian Amos and such last year, and I appreciate that. But when you have an opportunity and all of a sudden you are drafting future, they, you're basically saying, yeah, you think we got enough and all we got to do is just get there and see what happens. But th- this, Gary, is exactly what – this was reminiscent of San Francisco. Were they just they oh, just sure. beat you beat your ass and they were going to run it down sure. your throat and say stop me and you can't do it, and that's well, that's I, what this game
4: felt like, a little bit a little bit they they can they can beat Tampa Bay but Rogers I think Rodgers can play better than this okay I think he got flustered on the pick six and it felt like it was all down there he he can play better he just made some bad reads I mean I and once again. Uh, for me, Todd Bowles, credit him, because that was a, a soft zone coverage where he was throwing that ball outside to Devontae Adams. The guy never really moved, Bill. And I just don't think um, Rodgers knew what the coverage really was, and they threw something different at him. And, and pretty much he eyed Devontae the whole time, so they, they, they knew what was coming, or at least they knew what was coming on that particular play. And I think they lulled Rodgers into throwing that pick. Uh, so we, we've never seen, I, I think Rogers next time can play better uh, mm-hmm. than what he played.
3: Yeah, well, uh, let me ask you this, because we know that the first pick, okay, he threw it to a to Devante you know, he got baited into throwing it. Okay. Which yeah. usually doesn't happen to Aaron Rodgers anyway, but he wanted to go to Devontae. Yeah. looked at him the entire yeah. time, read yeah. his eyes that second pick interference or not, that was smothering coverage and he still yeah. tried to force it into Devontae. So, right, right, right. as much as I want to say, right. you know, well, it was good plays, and they, those guys made look, it, both of those picks were thrown to Devontae. Devontae had 10, 10 uh, targets today, and everybody else had the max of five. I mean, right. it, it was clear. It, he's going to go to Devontae, and this is what we mm-hmm. – they got away. I wrote In my notes, I wrote down what happened to the quick hitters to anybody and everybody. That was my note. And it was always drop back and hand it off. You had a couple of things going on, you know, the, the quick hitters nearby. But for the most part, he had a lot more running at the, running the clock down to one and zero. Had a lot more of looking for Devontae, standing in the pocket, tapping the ball. Were they that good in the secondary? I, and, you know, we've said it all season long to this point where the quick hitters keep the pass rush at bay. And right. they got away from that. He got away from that today. Mm-hmm. So what got you there, you just threw out the window. Part of that right. is Todd Bowles and the scheme. And physical up front, but part of that was your own damn fault. That was that was yeah. my opinion of that. Uh eight five eight eight five eight three zero eight six four. Let's go to Jesse listening to us in Brooklyn. Jesse, how you doing, man? What's up?
7: What's up, Bill and Gary? Much love, much love. And is there anything that we can take from a good loss? Okay? Because I personally sure can. take nothing away from this game. You throw this tape in the garbage and set it on fire, man. Tampa played their absolute best game of the season. Meanwhile, the Packers played their worst. We beat ourselves. Okay? That that throw, that pick six from Rodgers, he was staring down Devontae the entire time. That's not like him. That's not like him. And you would expect that, like you were just saying, Bill, when you inject Devontae into the offense that was humming before he came back, yeah, there's going to be a little, uh, little growing pains there. Mm-hmm. but this is just one of those games you know rogers is also notorious for having bad games in tampa regardless yeah, if, if tom brady's yeah. there he's had some injuries there i don't know what that says for the super bowl because that's the stadium they would be playing but <laughs> right we'll that's get true. to that later but we we, we just look rusty the offensive line looks like they didn't come to play Todd ball give him his credit but ultimately this means nothing to me like i've never felt this way after a packer's loss like Usually I'm crying or or just like mad or throwing you know
3: oh oh okay. yeah, can't can't drop go. the s on us Uh-oh. can't drop the s on us but we get it we get what you're yeah. saying look this is one of those losses where you kind of go you know what maybe this was just a butt kicking and it wasn't meant to be move on you know what I mean maybe that maybe that's all it is everybody everybody's entitled to one of those you, games well,
4: now no yes yes you take this loss and you learn from it yeah and I think they can. In, in, in my heart of hearts, here's what I feel. If you ask me right now today how I feel about this loss, it's not like I felt when they lost against Tampa Bay. Uh, real talk. Yeah. When they lost against, no, I'm sorry, when they lost against San Fran last
3: year. San Fran, year. yeah.
4: Yeah, last year. Real talk. When, when they lost against San Fran last year, I go, they, if they play these guys again, there ain't no way they're going to beat these guys. I feel like if they play Tampa Bay again, they can beat Tampa Bay. They got up 10-0, and it just spiraled out of control, and it was easy. They can move the ball on this team. They never at one point moved the ball against San Francisco. I mean, they just never right. did. They, they can get this team. I, I just think they ran into a bus off. The pick six messed, messed them up. It's on film. They can beat this team. But you, folks need to stop talking all this Super Bowl talk and settle the hell down. And th- there's a lot of good football left. This team still can get better, a lot of growing. You, we've already talked about it, Bill. This defense is what this defense is, it's a product uh, of the offense. It's not going to get you- any better.
3: Let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. Ties in Philly. We'll get Jacob, everybody. Jim's in Chicago. We'll get The lines are jam-packed. Keep trying, 855-830-8648. You can hit us up over on, uh, on Facebook as well. You can find us at uh, The Bill Michael Show there. You can call or text us, whatever it happens to be. All you got to do is give us a shout. Uh, we would love to hear from you, 855-830-8648, 855 830 Four eight, give us a shout. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Green and Gold post-game show. Packers get just beat up by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, thirty-eight to ten. We'll be back after this.
8: Border to border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
9: Pass is picked,
0: intercepted back the other way. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Intercepted by Jamel Dean.
3: That started it, and then 38 unanswered is what the Tampa Bay put up on the board, and they knock off the Green Bay Packers, who up until that point, I mean, I even tweeted it out that I thought that was like a well-oiled machine. They were rolling, and that completely derailed the train for the Green Bay Packers. Welcome back. It's the Green and Gold Postgame Show. Gary Ellerson alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. Packers get beat 38-10. We continue to take your phone calls, 855-830-8648, 855 830 Eight six four eight. Getting your reaction to the Green Bay Packers taking this loss—a lot to chew on. Let's get right back to the phone calls. Let's go to. uh, Let's see here. Let's go to L. Listening to us, or excuse me, Ty. Listening to us in Philadelphia. Ty, how you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's happening? Hey,
7: man. uh, Listen, there's losses that you can overcome in the season, and there's losses that just, you know, big steps backwards. I think this was a big step backwards. I think styles meet fights. I think Tampa Bay with those two linebackers match up very good with the Packers' tight ends um, and, and the running backs. I think the running backs and tight ends has been dominated all year until you ran into those two linebackers. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I would hope that we could see this team again. I, I would hope that we could, you know, because I think, like, like Gary said, we uh, Aaron Rodgers could play better against the secondary. The secondary is fast and young. But uh, on that pick six, I I don't know if that was him just locking in, but the corner clearly had outside leverage against the out route. So whatever that play call was, whatever it was it, whether he was confused about what the defense was in, that was really like a simple mistake right there. He shouldn't have never threw that ball to to, to Devontae. He was never open on that play. The the call that they had on that defense was always going to be good to go against that out route. Um, But um, I think Tampa Bay defense just uh, pretty much showed up and was as advertised. uh, You know, a couple of weeks I agree with Tro. I heard his call earlier. You know, I said the Saints was probably one of the best defenses that they was going to face. Clearly, Tampa Bay is the more physical front than the Saints are. Um, So, yeah, man, uh, you know. uh, But I will say the defense is not good. I've been saying it all year. The defense is not good. Uh, the kid, the rookie, 51, He, I, I think he played a good game.
6: Oh, he's um, a player.
7: Yeah. Chris Barnes. I agree. Yep. He spearheaded that run defense. The run defense played good today. But the, the, the guys who got the money, Clark, uh, the Smiths, no pressure at all on Brady. Didn't affect <laughs> him at all in this game. But 51 played his behind off. He played his behind off. I'm going to be interested to see how these two kids play when they get them both on that field. Uh, Kamal Martin at 51. He played before he got hurt. He was the best player on this defense all day. 31, horrible game. Jair had his worst game of the season. Josh Jackson needs to be released tomorrow, guys. He needs to go. Sorry, he needs to go. I ain't too mad at him. But that last pass interference, game over. Uh, Everybody else, I think the Smith they'll get it going. Clark, he coming back from injury. Uh it's clear that you can't rely on uh 83 and when Aaron Rodgers lock in for 17, it gets him in trouble, man. But this defense is not good. I like that they played their best game this year against the run. Uh I say this is a huge step backwards.
3: I I that I would agree. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the phone card call, t- call time. Uh when Gary when he talks about locking in on Devontae, as much as we want to point at Aaron Rodgers, I thought Todd Bowles. Look, he did a masterful job. It was simple stunts, but didn't it seem like sure. where the blitz pickup was or the blocking scheme was supposed to be, they were a step slow at getting to the point of attack?
4: Well, they had they they had. This is what we're trying to get. So, uh, Barnes on. A, they got like three, four guys like that on Tampa's defense. Right. Right. I mean, that that was a difference. I mean, we we got Chris Barnes, and that's it. That that white kid. <clears throat> Devin white that kid they've got another guy I think was 45 I mean they they had like three guys like Chris Barnes on their defense right just straight fast the Packers were trying to get the edge right away couldn't get it them boys were running them down could not run east or west against these guys you you, you probably got to do more like counters kind of trays and and misdirection but you couldn't really get east and west on these guys so they were just right. they were just too fast.
3: Well, Levante um, David is just a man among boys when it comes to the size and yes. speed that he possesses. He yes. just he was and they didn't have
4: what, what's what's the other guy? Uh, Vita Vail, something? Vita Vail Yeah, he
3: he was out today.
4: They, they right? They didn't even have him. I mean, he's yeah, out. He's out for just the season. Think yeah. If that def, Yeah, just think of that defense would have had him. So yeah, to me that was the difference. That their defense is fast and they get to the ball. Yeah. And I think you get used to that. I mean, I think the the Packers just didn't understand the speed of that defense and what they were looking at.
3: Yeah, they uh, when they were supposed to either pick up a blitz.
4: But or by no means, Bill. But, right. Go ahead. But by no means that – I'm going to ask you this question. The San Francisco defense last year versus the Tampa Bay defense you saw today, which is better?
3: Uh, I'd probably say what I saw last year out of San Francisco. Yeah. I would agree. I, I totally. think there is – I I think they're emerging. I'd probably have to see more of this Tampa Bay defense. Now, with Vita Bay, I really yeah. thought that that was something that, that they were on to. But, I, you know, as much as, you know, uh, Sean – was it Murphy Bunting back there at corner and Carlton Davis? I mean, they're good. Uh, and I'm not going to knock them by any stretch of the imagination. Adding Antoine Winfield, I think, went back there in the draft this past year. I think he kind of solidified that safety position. Uh, but Levante David – Devin White, you got JPP, Golston, uh, Adamic and Sue mm-hmm. all up front. I mean, they got they got some beasts and that Khalil Davis kid is eventually, I think he's going to be decent too, even though they picked yes. him up in the sixth yeah. round. I I I I think that's a hell of a defense that's on the come, but I just want to see more, I want to see more consistency. But they're doing. I mean, look at numerically already this season, you know, where they've had their problems has been more so the offense than it has been the defense. And here's the other thing that I, I made a mention of people talk about Brady getting old when when Aaron Rodgers went into the new system last year he struggled and it was adapting a new system it was kind of Frankenstein's version of Mike McCarthy and and Matt LaFleur's offense and then you mushed it together and you kept some of the terminology the same and this year it's Matt LaFleur's offense Tom Brady went to a new team with new guys no familiarity no off season no no you know mini camps no OTAs mm-hmm. no training season no training camp and then had to learn a new offense and new terminology that's why he was going to start out slow. We all knew that. I right. wasn't poo pooing Tom Brady at all coming into this game when many others were. Right. Let's do this. Right. We're going to go right. ahead and take a quick break. We'll come back and continue to take a look more at this. Uh, just beat down at the hands of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 38 to 10. The Packers lose. He's Gary Ellerson. I'm Bill Michaels. 855 830 8648. What is your reaction to this ball game? are the Packers for real and this was just a bad game or was this something that exposed this team 8558308648 we got more of the green and gold post game show coming up after this
8: station strong
1: the bill michaels sports talk network the packers game is over and now it's time to break this one down it's the green and gold post game show with former packers running back gary ellerson and the big unit bill michaels not the game you thought you'd get
3: out of the Green Bay Packers coming out of the bye week, man. Oh man, they took a beat down, 38 to 10. They ended up losing their first loss of the season. They now go to four and one, tied for the Bears in the division. After the Bears get a win today, Gary Ellerson alongside I'm Bill Michaels. It's the Green and Gold post game show. We are glad to have you, David. Uh, by the way, tweets and said, "Hey, thanks guys for having the Packers post game show." Uh, he said uh, in North Carolina, they really ap- appreciated uh, where they can. Cont- why do they continue to allow Mike Petton uh, on the plane to fly home. I think a new voice is needed. God bless you guys. I'll be listening tomorrow as usual. Um, I Look, I, Gary, I, the whole question is the defense was continuing to get shredded again today. At first I thought, you know what, it's not the defense's fault. They got This is what the Green Bay Packers did. For those that don't know, offensively, in the first two drives, the Packers put up 144 yards and 10 points. The first two drives of this game. After that? It went interception, touchdown, interception, interception, pick six, I should say, interception, punt, punt, sack to end the half, punt, 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 punt. And they had, oh, good gosh, uh four, five, six, seven, three and outs today. Seven three and outs today of drives, where they kept putting the defense right back on the field. And after the initial 144 yards in the first two drives, the Packers were only able to muster 57 yards total. So as much as I want to blame the defense, defense was out there quite a bit today. They didn't. Now no, they didn't the look War, great. They were, they were, yeah, but they were out there quite a bit. No, today.
4: you're right. You're right. They were left out to dry. They were left out to dry. I mean, they, they just couldn't get anything sustained. Sustained. Right. At all. And you know, Roger. You know, even in that one pick that he threw the pick six on, I believe you got – there was a receiver you got coming underneath. He just did – he's got to get back to, uh, okay, progression. And it oh, – one, two, three. Devontae's cover, dude. That that's and sometimes he gets away from that. I mean that that's back to that old crutch of Mike McCarthy's offense where they just gonna go just on a matchup field. I'm throwing it to Devontae anyway. And right. top bowls in Tampa Bay, they knew that. So they played that that way.
3: Uh and to blame it on the defense, think about this. Uh after the pick six, Rodgers came right back, goes three plays, throw the other throws the other, the other interception. Right after that, they plunge it into the end zone. Packers then turn the ball over on uh, on three downs and then punt it away. And then after that, again, Tampa Bay goes on an 11, uh, 11 plays, 50 yards. Um, let's see here, uh, where they ended up scoring the touchdown. And then right after that, after the Packers ended up getting the punt, after only a minute 40 had ticked off the clock, then uh, you got Tampa Bay going on again, a seven-play, 62-yard drive and, and putting another one in the end zone. Look, the defense needed to come up big there. They just didn't, but they've been on the field for quite a bit of time. That small chunk of change right there in the uh, second quarter just absolutely did in this defense, and after that, we knew the offense wasn't scoring. I pretty much posted it after the 10 points, and when they went up, I think uh, at one point in this contest when the, when the Patriots had gone up, uh, and I think it was what? I think it was 21 to 10. It just felt like it was a mile away and they were never going to catch up. And then when they put that, uh, that uh, pass to Gronkowski, that 12-yard touchdown pass to make it 28-10, it was over. It was, pre- it was done. And you just kind of said, okay, just time to go home. Now it's still in the second quarter. So it, it, was, it just felt like this thing just slipped away really, really fast. Uh, let's do this. The first score of the game. Let's do it.
1: How did Green Bay's first score of the game happen? Who helped to put the points on the board? It's time for the Sholsey Family Beef score of the game. Sholsey Family Beef, providing high-quality pasture-raised beef for three generations from their Wisconsin family farm to your family table. Check out their selection and place your order today at Ah, uh,
3: The Sholsey Family Beef first score of the game. It was Mason Crosby. Here it is.
0: The only team to score on every opening drive. They get a 39-yarder
3: from Mason Crosby. There you go. That was it. 39-yarder from Mason Crosby that quick. It was over. And after that, they put a touchdown on the board, and then uh, this ball game was over pretty much after that. Gary Ellison alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. Taking your phone calls, tweets, emails, and such. All you got to do is give us a shout. Let's uh, reset it. Let's go to Jim listening to us down in Chicago. Jim, how you doing, man?
10: Oh, man. I wish I were doing better like the rest of us, uh, but um, I think with this game, I think we can all agree, we, we have not played an opponent that came at us with this much intensity when you look at the previous four games. And I guess what I kind of struggled with is we didn't seem to return and match that level of intensity. And I know that's kind of a real cliché thing to say, but, but I just didn't feel it. And I, and I guess moving forward, I guess i got to go back in time a little bit in, in 2009. Uh, We played Tampa. Rodgers threw three picks. We lost to Josh Freeman, and um, we were four and four. And I didn't know where we were going. And I remember I called called the postgame show, and basically I said, you know what, this is the turning point for McCarthy at that point in time. Where is he going to get these guys, and how are they going to respond? And they ended up going seven and one, with a lone loss being a one pointer in uh, Pittsburgh. But and I kind of feel the same way right now. We we've hit some adversity. And really, moving forward, how are we going to respond to this? You know, this is one game. Uh, You know, we've we've got a a number of them left. How are we going to respond and how are these guys going to come back?
3: That's a great point and and something that, uh, Gary, you and I talked about. It's not so much – it's pretty easy when you're winning and things look easy, which they did. I give Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers credit. They were just keeping the flow of the offense, the rhythm, as Aaron Rodgers put it. But now this is a big week as they get ready for Houston, and Houston got a win uh, a little bit earlier today. So this this is one of those games coming up where you're going to go on the road, you're going to take on – no, excuse me, I think Houston actually took a loss. Houston got beat 42-36 by the, Texans cause, or the Titans because the Titans stay, stay uh, undefeated, and the Texans took yet another loss to go to one and five. But they played well early on in that contest and so this is a big game coming up the Texans are almost down and out and the Packers are coming off of an ugly loss because something's got to give so you got to figure you got to muster some stuff up here and this is going to be this is one of those character weeks isn't it
4: yeah I mean you know a lot of people are going to get into this whole character you know gut check time and you know all this and and Bill I'm I, I just need to see more I'm still on the train of um, I think it's a good team. Uh, it 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 has some holes uh, they, they can be exploited. Uh, they they need better players. Uh, I think Mike Patton did a pretty good job in in general uh, when the game first started and it just kind of got away from I me mean, You you just look around the league and you can see players that are better than what the Green Bay Packers have and. And so they're, they're winning in my, in my opinion, they're winning in spite of the talent uh, that, that they don't, in spite of the talent deficiency that, that they have right now. Uh, I don't know all about the gut check, but I think what needs to happen because they're going to win it. It's going to be on the offensive side of the ball. What needs to happen is that Aaron Rodgers has to play at a higher level than he played today. Um, And, and Matt LaFleur, I mean, needs to go back to the drawing board and look at what happened with with Todd Bowles and his defense because guys are going to try to copy that and then try to get better off of that. They're never going to get better with the talent that they have. That's plain Uh, and simple. And another thing, you just got to hope, you got to hope that David Bakhtiari is not out for a long period of time.
3: Yeah, you had some injuries. We'll talk about that coming up because you had three or four guys today that got nicked up in this ballgame. But David Bakhtiari with a chest injury going down and ended up going right back to the locker room. So you hope that there's nothing broken there, torn in there. I mean, if it's cartilage, it's almost as bad as breaking a bone if you got something that's torn away from your sternum or something. I'm only you know, just kind of speculating. I'm not saying anything for sure. But he ended up leaving with, quote, a chest injury. Uh, let's go to our buddy L listening to us in Philadelphia. L, how you doing today, pal? What's up?
11: Man, I can't even think of the words that I want to say. I can't say one am on the air, man. Um, it feels like last year all over again. We get our butts kicked by the Chargers last year. We go into San Fran, and they annihilate us. And now you mean to tell me we had to wait two weeks for this bad effort that they put out there today? It was no misdirection. It was no deception on offense, nothing. It was just vanilla, 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 and they matched up perfect with it. You got linebackers that fly all around the field. Um, you trying to tell me that that's because Tyler Irvin wasn't there? You can't pre-motion and do nothing? To do any type of misdirection when you had two weeks to even plan for this, like right. you knew who you was going up against, and it just looked like we was like deer in the headlights. Um, don't get me wrong, the first two um, possessions that we had, and we went up ten nothing. I mean, they were you know they were I, I'm as impressed with that, but when Aaron Rodgers threw that that pick six, I don't know what it is with this dude seventeen. I'm not even calling him the Bobby Adams anymore. I don't know what's up with this guy number seventeen, man. When he's on the field, it's like I mean, he played a couple games this year, and we were able to distribute the ball. But I just don't like how Aaron Rodgers just always locked in on him and doesn't look for anybody else. And keep in mind, if everybody else is covered, and I know he can make tough catches in traffic and so on and so forth, but you eyeballed him the whole time during that throw. They showed it in slow motion. He didn't turn his head not one bit. He watched Nothing. him as soon as he liked Mm-mm. the ball, and the, the corner set up there and watched him, and he threw it an out, and... He sat there right along with him. That was a terrible read, a terrible throw, and that's why I was a pick six. The next play could have been past interference, but still, he's try to put it in that little window and deflected to the next thing you know. It's another, uh, you know, interception that's going the opposite way. The defense, I mean, come on, man. Let's just call it what it is. This is a bunch of guys out there, straight up. Kenny Clark coming back didn't matter. So Darius Smith wearing stuff on his shirt and all that. He didn't see none of that today. No D train, no nothing. Some dudes couldn't even get back there to white Tom Brady's jersey. I just was, oh, man, it was just horrible watching that. I don't know where we go from here. You had an opportunity to get Snatch Harrison. He's in Seattle now. You waited to the last minute. He didn't even make it to Green Bay because they signed him. Like, what are you going to do when you're When are you going to upgrade your, your your defense and your offense to whereas you, you could get over the hump? We're going to do the same exact thing we did last year. I can't even think of, I mean, I set up here what you got called every week. I was happy. We looked good. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think we're going to win games, and this was just a bad game. But I think our our defense is predicated off of our offense. If our offense doesn't put points on the board, we don't have the defense that will keep us in games and Aaron Rodgers should dig us out. No, it's not going to happen like that. And today was a true
3: example of that. Great call. Appreciate it, man. Uh, he Put it this way, Gary. Uh, he's talking about Kenny Clark. Kenny Clark, four tackles today, but the Packers did not get to Tom Brady at all and only hurried him four times. That was it, four official times. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers sacked five times for 53 yards and hurried 13 times today. Yeah, he did got that, beat up today. Yes, he did. That he is, uh, you know, and I know he was doing some John. With, uh, you know, Endomic and Sue and I, I, I thought it was a good point, you know, even by Troy Aikman, even though people love to hate him. Troy had to write, he's like, look, don't get mad at him. Don't get mad at Indomican Sue He may give you some grief, but look at the guys that are protecting you or the play calling that's not putting anybody into motion, not giving you any quick looks. You know, you either that or you're just not taking it. Don't look at don't look at because right. he's whooping your ass. Mm-hmm. Go go back to the drawing board and figure out what you're doing wrong because you're not doing anything to right. slow this pass rush down. Let's do this. We're right, going to go right. and take a quick break. Adrian Amos spoke after the ball game. We're going to get more of your phone calls as well. Hang in there. We got Tyler and Mequon, Andy and Hartland. Cast the thousands on hold. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You can hit us up over on Twitter. Follow Gary at Gary Ellerson. You can follow me at Bill underscore Michaels. More of the Green Gold Postgame Show. Packers get beat up 38-10. to 10. We got more right after this.
8: Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk
1: Network. From the line of scrimmage to the end zone, what was the drive of the game? It's time for the Chevy drive of the game. Find what's next. Check out the new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or WisconsinDrivesChevy.com.
0: Instead, he hands and no signal.
5: Wow, Looked like he got, he got it. in, sure did. clearly,
0: but no call. That's Jones, surprised there is no touchdown call. Yeah, I, I'm very surprised. I thought the whole pile moved and across And now they the call line. touchdown. It is a touchdown for Aaron Jones, his 26th total touchdown since the beginning of last year.
3: There you go. That was the drive of the game, capping it off as Aaron Jones plunged in. That was actually also the last time that the Green Bay Packers sniffed a score. Aaron Jones caps it off with a one-yard touchdown run. That was 11-play, 80-yard drive. And uh, we didn't see anything after that. That was the most disappointing thing about it. It made it 10 to nothing at that point. And after that, that uh, that's all the Packers were able to muster. Uh, the drive of the game brought to you by our friends at Chevy. Find out what's next. Check out the new Chevy 2020 Silverados at your local Chevy dealer or WisconsinDriveChevy.com. That's WisconsinDriveChevy.com. Dot com. Gary Ellison alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. Glad to have you. The Packers get beat up 38-10. to 10. Is this a good team that just had a bad game, or is this exposing them in some way, shape, or form? 855-830-864. Let's go to Tyler listening to us in Mequon. Tyler, how you doing?
9: I'm good, guys. How are you?
3: We're all right, Tyler. We had better days. <laughs>
9: Probably been better, yeah, I suppose. Me as well. Um, so want to touch quickly on you know, uh, the running attack that Tampa Bay showed. Um, Obviously, even with Kenny Clark back, we had no answer for that. Um, I know we were looking at Snacks Harrison, but there's other guys out there on the free agent market that I don't understand why we're not bringing in. Um, But my main point or my main question was related to scripted plays. That seems to be a big um, talking point with Matt LaFleur. Um, at least early in the games to get our offense going, and it seemed like while we were in those plays, we, we you know put up points and moved the ball. But I guess I just wonder what changes as as far as a, a play caller is concerned once we get out of that phase. I mean, you know, is it just negative plays or just the circumstances of the game? Like, I don't understand why there's such a big difference of the plays that we planned in practice and then when we get into the game. What, what exactly changes in the actual you know game?
3: Well, I appreciate the phone call. I mean, Gary, first of all, if you have success immediately on your scripted plays, uh, usually there's some adjustments made. They try to see what it is you're doing. But Aaron Rodgers, he was in the shotgun almost the entire first series uh, with short, quick passes. He uh, Remember, they ran the ball right away to Aaron Jones. And then after that, it was Jamal Williams for a short pass, Aaron Jones for a short pass, Devontae Adams for a short pass. Uh, then they went back to J- Devontae Adams over the middle. Uh, as Aaron Rodgers went back under center, they went back into the shotgun and passed it to Marquez Valdez Scantling. Uh, then they threw a pass to Echvonius St. Brown. They ran the football, and then it was a quick pass to, to Malik Taylor. You, you had five different guys you used in that first in that first series, and yeah. the same thing pretty much. It was shotgun the entire second series as well. You were only twice under center, three times under center in the entire second series, and you were you were all over the place passing the ball everywhere, and then after you know, Tanyan got into the mix in that one. Marquez Valdez-Scantley got into the mix. Uh, you got Devontae Adams, obviously, got into the mix. Um, you, like I mentioned, Tanyan again. But you look at this, and he was going to everybody. And then all of a sudden after that, it just it went away. It's like they just figured it out, and they said, okay, we're going to come to the line of scrimmage and punch you in the mouth, and you're not going to get uh, sit in the shotgun and get three seconds to throw the football anymore.
4: Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you're right. Um, when, when you talk about those things, you know, and I don't know if you've been looking at Twitter right now, Bill, um, I, I guess it was either Rogers presser. I'm sure we're going to play back at some point, LaFleur presser. I mm-hmm. think both of them um, made note of that. It wasn't a good practice this week. I think Rogers said somewhere that even when they were up 10, nothing, the field just wasn't right. They, they weren't get, getting in and out of huddle like they wanted to be. Uh, to me, And I don't know if this is something that is starting to getting to be a trend for them, but this feels more like the San Diego game. Like I think they could, could have beat San Diego was that last year when they got beat up out there in San Diego, uh, where they just didn't prepare as well as they thought that they should have. That's what it sounds like that, that Rogers is saying that Matt LaFleur is saying uh, right now in, in the presser. So, when you start talking about the players that are scripted, you can script the players' all, plays all you want. Um, but, and to me, those plays are like fill-out plays that you now then can add on to once you get right. off script. And so those that's why you have a script, so it expands your playbook. But when you're not preparing the way you're supposed to prepare in a game, something's wrong. And now it feels like or sounds like, This is what happened when they went out to San Diego that where guys weren't prepared on a road trip that maybe they didn't take it as serious as they thought they would. And maybe a young team like this, they start feeling themselves. You know, I I just think there's something not right within this football team. Now, if this has happened a consecutive time here uh, and they've gone through this already, maybe you can look that up and see what you got. You got a lot of jokers back there, but that's what I'm seeing out here on
3: Twitter uh and, and, that's, a and, yeah, and I, that's
4: a problem and that's a problem and that's what's going on inside that locker room and at practice
3: they uh mike clemens as a matter of fact we're going to hear from coming up here in a little bit said both packers aaron Rodgers, matt lafleur said they did not have their buy or best week of practice lafleur said he needs to figure out how to come from behind in a game Lafleur, nothing seemed to be working as soon as you get comfortable in this league you get your butt whipped uh and and, and mike's that's absolutely right This has not been a team. Again, if they get up early, if their point differential is positive going into half, they're usually a winning football team, or if they have momentum. If they don't and they're behind, this team struggles. They struggle defensively because they can't pin their ears back because then you can start using numerous things to extend your lead, draw, wear on that defense, and keep Aaron Rodgers and company off the field. So you can start running the football and quick play action and throwing the ball downfield and taking, you know, doing all these different things as opposed to trying to play catch-up to Aaron Rodgers, who's looking sharp and you know you're going to have to play a kind of a track meet with the guy. It changes the dynamic of a game for a play caller, for an opposing play caller, right?
4: Yeah, it does. Yes. No doubt about
3: it. Uh, Let's go to Andy listening to us in Heartland. Andy, welcome to the program, man. What's going on?
12: Hey, guys. Um, Well, I got five letters for you. R-U-S-T-Y. Rusty, rusty, rusty.
3: Yeah.
12: They had too much time off. Rogers was not in sync. If he hits uh, Bennett on that team route, that's probably at least a a 40- to 50-yard gain, if not a touchdown. We had no pass rush. I don't know... I mean, what's going on with Preston Smith? Uh, But, I mean, for the whole defensive line, there's no pass rush. Now, I've watched enough football to know that, you know, the cliche any given Sunday, you can go back to the 80s, and, you know, the Packers beat the 49ers. uh, You know, they beat a lot of contenders when the Packers weren't going anywhere because teams took them lightly. Now, I don't know if that's what happened today, but Rodgers was not on. Uh, Devontae was dropping balls. Uh, It just seemed like they were just rusty and they couldn't protect, Um, you know, Rogers was running for his life. Uh, It just, it just seemed like, you know, that this was a game where, um, you know, it's going to happen, you know, they're not going to go, you know, 16 and 0. Maybe, I mean, no, no loss is a good loss. Maybe this wakes them up and say, "Hey, you know, we can't just throw our helmet out in the field." I don't know, but Rogers did not look good. You know, they were rusty. We came off a bye two weeks. I mean, uh, Devonte Adams didn't play for almost what three weeks. So, and then you bring right, in Saint uh, right. Brown. Saint Brown didn't hasn't played all year. Yeah. So, you know, I I don't know. It's uh, if you're going to get beat, you may as well get your butt kicked and just go back and lick your wounds and say, "We got to get better."
3: I completely agree. I mean, you can't – put it this way, Gary. You can't look at it and go, okay, we don't have any answer to this. I mean, Matt LaFleur is right. you got to figure things out. And, and more so, you got to have the adjustments and the capability on the fly. If you go down and go down early or go down a lot – you know, first of all, if you're Mike Patton, you got to rely on your defense and you got to have guys go out and say, hey, guys, we got to get the ball back. you got to get us a stop. And then the offense has to capitalize. And, unfortunately, uh, even when they did get the ball back, the offense didn't capitalize. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come sure. back. Uh, Adrian Amos spoke. I want to get some of his comments in. The phone lines are jammed. If you want to chime in, keep trying. 855-830-8648. You want to get a hold of Gary? At Gary Ellerson over there on Twitter. At Gary Ellerson on Twitter. Gary's here. I'm here. We're taking your phone calls, your reaction. 38 (laughs) to 10, the Packers. We're all here. And, unfortunately, we're here after just a bitter, bitter loss. Uh, 38 to 10, the Packers get drilled. we got more after this.
8: Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. 38-10,
3: the final. The Green Bay Packers just beat up by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this contest. It's the Green Eagle Postgame Show. I'm Bill Michaels. Gary Ellerson alongside. You want to get a hold of us? 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Mark wants to know. He said, Gary and Bill. Do you think the return of Devontae Adams is detrimental because it is like a new toy at Christmas? That's all Aaron Rodgers wants to play with in the first game or two. And then when he finally settles down or is yelled out by, by Matt LaFleur to stop, then the offense goes back to being a good, efficient offense. I seem like every—I think that every time – or he said it seems that every time Devontae Adams comes back, they try to force him to ball at least 10 or 15 times just like today.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, we've seen this, you know, last year. We talked about this last year when he was out for four games. He was hitting a lot of different receivers. And then when Devontae came back, will the offense have that same fluidity Fluidity that it did without Devontae Adams? So that's always a, a, a crutch for him. Um, and, you know, on that pass, um, that he threw Devontae on pick six. Yeah, he stared him down the whole way. I mean, but there was a mm-hmm. receiver coming open underneath. I, and to me, Bill, just breaking down and looking at that play, um, Rodgers got fooled. He thought it was another coverage. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't know what he thought that they were in. But, yeah, I mean, he and he did stare him down. But to me, I, I chalk, chalk it up too, but – it felt like to me Rogers thought he was getting another look in coverage that he really didn't get. I mean that they were playing soft zone the whole time, and I think Rogers thought like it was man. I mean I'm I'm not sure and and so but the guy jumped over right away. Uh, yeah, it he it it does happen that he stares down Devontae a lot, and it and it does seem to throw him. You know if you look at if you look at. Uh, Matt LaFleur's offense, is not really predicated on one person. It's predicated on getting guys open and going through your reads. Rodgers was, was doing that when he had Devontae Adams. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what changed this particular game. I mean, they, they won a couple games with Devontae Adams in the lineup, and he played the same way. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't get it.
3: Uh, let's do this. Uh, first of all, the hit of the game. I want to get into that. Uh, time now for the hit of the game brought to you by the Boilermakers Local 107. Building and rebuilding America for over 225 years. Check out their apprenticeship opportunities at Boilermakers107.com. Montrevious Adams was cited today. Here it is.
0: Is McCoy, and he got hit in the backfield by Adams. Montrevius Adams got through, and he made a play. When the Packers needed, at most, a loss of three to try to slow down this train a bit.
3: And that was about it. That was one of the highlights, defensively speaking. Again, it's the hit of the game, brought to you by the Boilermakers Local 107. Check out all their apprenticeship opportunities at Boilermakers107.com. That is Boilermakers107.com. Yeah.
4: Funny that you played that cut, because really, Brian Goodenkind is a lot like Ted Thompson than we think that he is. Although he went out and got the Smith brothers, yeah. They really rely on their draft picks. I mean, they're going to play Montravers, Adams, come hell or high water. Right. Uh, they, You know, and, and they, they, they're they going to play – I mean, they, they didn't draft a receiver because they thought MVS was really good. And they thought that St. Brown had a huge upside. That's why they didn't go get in receiver's bill. That's why they didn't get in defensive linemen. They weren't worried about snacks. They had Montravers, Adams. Right. I mean, it's, it's just – it just feels like that is their mo, and that's most certainly was Ted Ted's mo. He stuck with his draft picks, especially if they're high, no matter what, and that's what you're seeing right now.
3: Uh, let's do this. Uh, Adrian Amos spoke after the game, and I just want to dip into it on a for a couple of minutes because he had some things to say as well. as uh, one of the guys that went to the podium and uh, did the zoom. So let's take a listen to or excuse me, Adrian Amos talking to the media for just a short bit after the game. There you go. That was uh, that was Adrian Amos after the game. Then uh, just kind of giving you a little bit of an insight. He said, "Look, they just executed. We didn't do our thing, and and you know, I mean, you're not going to finger point at that point, but you're just kind of frustration setting in." Uh, let's let's do this. Let's get back to the phone calls. Uh, let's talk to Tori listening to us in Columbus, Wisconsin. Tori, welcome to the program, the Green and Gold Postgame Show.
13: Hey, thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um. Uh...
3: Gary kind of stole my thunder about
13: staring down um, Aaron Rodgers, staring down Adams. Um, I want to go back to Adams tweet last week before the buy. Oh, I know my body more than the trainers. He deleted the tweet. Now after the buy two weeks, Adams and Aaron Rodgers are probably talking. And it seems like Aaron Rodgers, throughout out the game plan and wanted to get Adams a ball, no matter what, because, you know, Adams is a big star. I, we're going back. Aaron Rodgers proved me wrong because he played within the system the last four weeks. He gets a star receiver back and he's targeting them, staring them down. He's not playing in Matt Lafleur's system. And I would like your comments because I don't know much. So I appreciate uh, you talking to me, and I'll listen to your comments off air. Thank you very
3: much. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, Gary, you – they threw to Adams ten times today, uh, which is a lot. You know, they threw to him ten times today. I mean, Marquez Valdez-Scanley was targeted five times. So was Aaron Jones. Everybody else was four or less. So it was obvious what they were trying to do. But you go back to the first game that they won – Uh, This season, they targeted Devontae Adams 17 times. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you. You know, I mean. And everybody
4: was okay with it.
3: Right. And it didn't seem like they were forcing him the ball. They ran the ball a lot. Aaron Jones got carries. Tyler Irving got carries. It's because everybody was in movement. Everybody, the ball was being spread around, but you still went to your guy. Right. So you're going to go to your guy. I think where people are getting confused of forcing the ball to Devontae versus throwing it off to Devontae, is he stared down a receiver because he locked on Devontae. He had a receiver or a a defender all over him, and he locked on Devontae twice, and those two interceptions turned the tide of the game.
4: But, Bill, he did that against Minnesota as well, though. He locked on to him. He he did. He always does. When he's throwing it to Devontae, he's throwing it to Devontae. Right. He ain't reading a defense because Devontae is going to beat the defense, whatever it is. He don't care. But right, I mean, and then there were some people saying, oh my God, he almost got the record. He's going to come back next week and catch 20 balls. There were people saying that, but then that was okay then. All I'm saying is in this particular game, he got caught doing what Todd Bowles made him pay for that. Okay. The Vikings uh, on the Zimmer did not make him pay. Todd Bowles made him pay.
3: Todd but Bowles, to has, is, he had the horses up front in the middle linebacker do it. Yes, to, to
4: it. me that was the difference. That yeah. was the difference. If Rodgers gets lazy and is going to just single out – the Todd Bowles made him pay. Zimmer did not. If you ask me what's the difference, that's the
3: difference. And then that next game is when Devontae got hurt. How many times
4: ha- was he targeted in that game? In that next remember, game – I the Minnesota game. In minute, oh, the Minnesota game, like he was targeted – it he
3: was, he was 17 times. He was seventeen. 17. And targeted 17 balls, times.
4: How many balls did he catch in that game? Do you oh,
3: that? 10?
4: So I thought he was so, targeted like 20 times. I don't know. I mean, because that it, was – he almost set a record in that game. Yeah, he, it was
3: – he was targeted 17 times, 14 catches, 156 14, yards. Two, yeah. 14 catches, Uh, 17 targets, and the next closest guy to targets – was Marquez Valdez-Scantling was six.
4: Right. You mean to tell me out of those 17 targets, he wasn't staring down Devontae uh, Devontae Adams in 10 of those?
3: Right. Right. No, I agree with you. But it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's it's not like he hasn't done this before. It's just you're Correct. right. Tampa Bay basically they just made said pay for it. you do it, we're going to make you pay for it. Uh, right. Let's do this. we got a lot of people on hold. Hang in there. I promise we'll get back to the phone calls right away when we come back. Stay in there. Packers get drilled today. 38-10. to 10. Is this team just good and they just had a bad one, or is this team now uh, kind of embracing a wake-up call and they're just not that damn good? we got more of the Green and Gold Postgame <laughs> show next.
8: <laughs> you're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
3: 38 to 10 the green bay packers beaten suffer their first loss of the season uh, they get knocked off by the tampa bay buccaneers welcome back to the green gold Post Game show gary ellerson alongside i'm bill michaels find gary at gary ellerson at gary ellerson find me at bill underscore michaels at bill underscore michaels Let's get back to the phone calls uh, here. Let's go to Eric listening to us on the east side of Milwaukee. Eric, how you doing?
9: Eric,
3: calls. turn your radio down. There you go. Let's go to Steve. We'll get back to Eric. Steve, how you hey, doing? Bill, you got me? We got you. Go ahead.
14: Okay, I'm sorry. Um, thank you. Um, you know, whether or not – when Rogers threw that interception, I think – He just got in his own head and it was over from there, whether or not it was the defense or not. But what frustrates me over the years is every time we run into a game like this, just an absolute beating, it's always that the other team had a defense that punched us us in the mouth, beat the living daylights out of us. I want one. I want a defense that's going to go beat the living daylights out of the other side. Now we don't have to have Aaron Rodgers. And we don't have to have all of these other weapons. I just, why don't we go after something like that? The Smith brothers were great. They were a great acquisition. But, you know, I want, I want, a, I want 11 thugs to go beat the living daylights out of the other side. We just don't, never seem to try to put one of those together.
3: Some just legitimate badasses is what you like. I appreciate the <laughs> oh phone call. Uh, look, I. Uh, wait, 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 what did you just say? He said he wanted you eleven want, thugs to go beat the hell thugs? out of somebody. Yeah, he oh wants people God, just to go baby. whoop up on people. Well, you we, know what? The, we got it last...
4: with that one time.
3: <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, go I know. On, I know. No, I, I get. I get what he was trying to say. But I yeah, look. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Uh, I the the when was the last time they had a? I think the last time they had a real smash mouth defense, Gary. I'm going to go back to 96. That's Butler's team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was smash mouth. That was yeah. Grave Digger yeah. and company up front with Santana yeah. and, and, and the guys. I mean, that was that was legit smash you in the mouth football. I yeah, mean, I even know, the team had... that won it in 2010 was more, you know, that was Charles Woodson and finesse. Takeaways. And being smart and takeaways. Takeaways. Yeah.
4: They haven't had – but – that. But Bill, that's the new NFL. Look, look at the new NFL. there, there is no, there is no '96 Butler team. There, there is no Ray Lewis Baltimore Ravens teams, right? They, those, right. those teams, they, they don't exist. This is the new NFL. It's about, and even more so in this pandemic, it's been about um, scoring a lot of points. I mean, you, you look at right now, holding is at an all-time low right now uh, in the NFL. They want more scoring, and so. Those defenses don't exist anymore. I mean, the Chuck Cecil's of the world uh, can't—they can, can't even play in this league anymore. Right. They got they, rid of all that stuff, so you're not going to have that anymore.
3: They had good guys in the trenches that basically blew up your offensive line and got to Aaron Rodgers, but right, it, it wasn't—you know—they got manhandled. I mean, they—they—they they, they yes. got beat to the point of attack. They got yeah. beat to—they got beat on their stunts. They got—they got manhandled up front today. Well, what and,
4: what they, what the new NFL right now is about built defensively it's about speed oh yeah because you you gotta have you gotta have like Barnes I said we need about three four more of those guys you and and that's what Tampa Bay has Tampa Bay has like three or four of those guys that can run and get to the ball they're explosive I mean that's what they thought Oren Burks was gonna be because he's a, a strong safety in college moving down to a backer that's why they got him to play that spot because they needed a guy to go sideline and side. That's where he thought he was going to be. That's where he thought Blake Martinez was going to be. And, and and neither one of those guys. Now Burns may be the closest, but neither one of those guys turned out to to be that. The AJ Hawks back in the day. Those guys really don't exist any in, in anymore in today's NFL.
3: Packers get whooped up on 38-10. to 10. And when we come back, we got a lot for you in the next hour. We're going to take some more phone calls. Mike Clemens is going to join us live in Tampa Bay. Also going to hear from the head coach, Matt LaFleur. Going to hear from Aaron Rodgers. He's Gary Ellison. I'm Bill Michaels, 38-10. to 10. That's the final. Packers take their first loss of the season at the hand of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We've got another hour of the Green Gold Postgame Show coming up right after this.
8: Talk network.
1: The Packers game is over, and now it's time to break this one down. It's the green and gold postgame show with former Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the big unit, Bill Michaels. 38 to
3: 10, the Green Bay Packers just got it handed to them by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after a week in which uh, we thought, well, Matt LaFleur. We get these guys ready. They came out and looked really solid early on. And then after that, everything went flat after the pick six that Aaron Rodgers threw, attempting to get the ball to Devontae Adams. And uh, we'll talk with Mike Clemens. He is live out there in Tampa Bay. we got Gary Ellerson alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. And again, uh, the Packers take a beat down today. Uh, Michael, uh, boy, it looked uh, like beautiful weather and fans in the stands. And I saw you ran into people and such, but just didn't turn out the way uh, Packers fans had hoped.
2: Well, I stepped out of the car about one o'clock here at Raymond James Stadium, and the first thing I thought was, "Oh man, this is hot." I mean, you know, this is hot. This is a hotter day than we had in all of August during uh, training camp. But the wind was picking up, and so that cooled things off a little bit. And I did not hear through this game uh, any players from the Packers having to come off, you know, for a cramp or something like that. So that 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 did not seem to be an issue. But it turns out that the wind was, and so. You know, the Packers get the ball and they get the field goal. They come up short of converting for a touchdown. Then on the next drive, they do it. They dominate the first quarter with long sustained drives. I think Brady was three and out, and I think that was pretty much his first quarter. Uh, but then Rodgers throws that pick six. As of to all people, Devonte Adams in the flat, and Jamal uh, Dean is uh, out there in the corner and jumps the route, takes the ball in for only the third pick six. In Aaron Rodgers' careers, and there was two balls that were really disappointing. Besides that pick, the second interception that led to another touchdown, so the Bucks could go up, you know, 14 to 10 in this game. But you saw that one where Mercedes Lewis was wide open on the seam, about 15, 20 yards downfield, and of course he's not very fast. But Rodgers overthrew him, and a couple of plays later he would try and take a shot down to Marquez Velda scaling down the left hand sideline. A ball that went 65 yards in the air, but again. Overthrown, and so when you talk to Rodgers about the pick six and missing Mercedes on on the seam route, he talked about what happened on those plays.
15: Yes, I mean same thing, kind of on both. The wind was blowing hard from right to left. Again, I felt good about both uh, uh, both throws. Uh, The one Tay obviously, I just missed a foot inside, and when you're playing a corner with tight coverage, you can catch. Yeah, that unfortunately happens. The the one to Mercedes, I didn't have a great look at where he was at. I was, I feel like I was maybe getting hit. Um, but I felt good about the throw and looking back on it. I think the wind might've just took it a little bit, you know, unfortunately, cause that would have been a, a nice pickup there. Uh,
3: look, uh, Mike, I, I, I get it. It's, you wind know, it was problems. a tough. Yeah, exactly. I, I, <laughs> but I mean, Gary, do you ever have wind problems? You ever t- catch a pass that went to, you know, curveball hey. on you?
4: Hey, well, I mean, I don't know if, if it's in your head and you think that's what it is. I suppose it becomes real. Um, you know, and Mike was there. They, they, it just felt like to me that they were just out of sync. I mean, they just, I mean, the, after the pick six, I mean, just Rodgers just wasn't there anymore, and their their defensive line, I thought for Tampa Bay, just kind of just sucked them up, Mike.
2: Well, and you know, part of the thing too, Gary, is, is that they're moving the ball and they're using their pre-snap motion and, that they're trying to do that outside zone and, uh, but. It's like Rogers is is having to roll. He's, he's he's you know there's pressure coming and things seem to be out of rhythm and sync and he's you know using happy feet uh, where he, he hasn't you know these first four games. That's what's been so great. You know he's standing back there and one two three the ball comes out of his hands but he felt the need to move and he got hit a couple times as well and just in those plays leading up to the pick. So I think that played a factor in it. Not necessarily just a, a left or right win or whatever he said. But here's the deal. So what is this like? Matt Lafleur's only fifth loss, you know, in a year and a quarter so far in Green Bay. But the losses, except for that, you know, that back and forth game with the Eagles, uh, that night game at Lambeau, you get blown out twice. I mean, just smashed by the 49ers. And Philip Rivers, um, on a similar day like this out in L.A., is throwing about 20 balls over the middle, and the defense can't stop him in a close game. And Rodgers he was under a lot of pressure in that game. So, we, you know, we asked him after the game, uh, what's it like to take another blowout loss like this one? Look, you don't ever
15: want to lose like this. I feel like we needed a little bit of a wake-up call at some point this season uh, because things have been so good. And there's been so much talk maybe outside the building about the ease which with, with which we're, you know, moving the ball on offense and scoring. And, you know, I think we need to kind of – a kicking the ass a little bit as, as a little bit of a wake-up to, uh, you know, stop feeling ourselves so much and get back to the things that got us to this position. And I think this would be, unfortunately,
3: but fortunately, um, something we can really uh, really grow from. I hope he's right, Mike. I mean, you know, this was uh, the question coming into the show today. Was this a really good football team that just had a bad game, or was this a team that was 4-0 that just got – exposed, much like they did when they ended up going into uh, L.A. last year and getting beat by the Chargers and ultimately going into the 49ers, you know?
2: I felt that with the Bucks getting Mike uh, Evans, you know, back for sure, there are other weapons for Tom Brie. Uh Ronald John, uh, yeah, Ronald Jones, Rojo, the running back here, he ended up having a great day over 100 yards and carrying the ball. Um, and LaShawn McCoy, you know, coming out of the backfield. They even go past to, to Rojo, even though, you know, he struggles as a receiver. I thought that this was going to be Mike Patton's day, you know, that, that this was a game that he was going to have to make a difference. But as it turns out, um, you know, Todd Bowles, I, you, know, you have to give the credit to him, man. You know, he, he watched that Packers against Vikings tape. And how the Packers tried to move those interior uh, the, and those linebackers and Anthony Barr in Week One, left to right, left to right, left to right, just wear them down. And I think that's what Will tried to do in this game today. And you know what? Those linebackers weren't weren't buying it. You know, you know they, that that they, they were not going to chase those guys. They had Devin White and Levante David, who I think sacked Rodgers three times today. They tried to get him going backside the line, and said they just kept coming up the middle
5: you know that, that is a hard charging defense i realize they lost vita bea but those those two backers are pretty damn good and they, they close those holes and they're just they're big up front in general so the thinking was to try to stretch them sideline to sideline try to reach a gap and cut it cut a defender out of the gap and so we went with our outside zone you know we'll have to take a look at the tape i know early on we hit a couple couple runs with our zone scheme but over the course of the game, it, it obviously wasn't good enough.
3: Mike, I had said, uh, when you look at the numbers, 144 yards the Packers' offense racked up in the first two drives, only 57 after that. Uh, the pick six, I mean, clearly he tried to get the ball back into Devontae Adams and that led to the second pick, but that pick six seemed to just completely derail things.
2: Yeah, and then there was that uh, one play, I think it was second quarter, where Jamal Williams pops one out to the right-hand side for 25 yards. Remember get up and you know, He's saying, come on, let's go. Like, in, They kept on looking for those sparks for Green Bay to get back in this. Or in the third quarter, you saw Rodgers on the third and 18 when they were going from uh, right to left. He had to scramble to his left, scramble to his left, and then over the middle he finds Devontae on the seam, and they couldn't convert the first down. Now you're thinking, oh, this is where you know, you'll turn it around. It never happened. Next couple of plays, and then David Bakhtiari goes down. And so Lafleur was asked, You know, after Rodgers threw that third, only third career pick six, was he rattled for the rest of the game?
5: I don't think so. I think there was that pressure was real, man. And uh, I don't think we blocked it very well. I don't think we had a a great answer from a schematic standpoint. Um, So, no, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't think that.
3: Uh, Okay. I don't know if I necessarily. Believe that it certainly seemed like that kind of threw things, you know, the monkey wrench in things a little bit. I mean, and maybe it didn't, but I, I certainly the second one was the "Are you kidding me?" moment. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: So, and then injury wise, Kevin King ended up being inactive for this game with that quad. Uh, Darnell Savage, the safety, he left there in the second half with a quad, and his return was questionable. I don't think he came back in. And then David Bakhtiari. I mean, I my God, I thought they were looking at his left knee but they reported as a chest injury and both Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur said they didn't think it was that serious, Um, but he did not return to the game. They put Rick Wagner in a left tackle uh, for the rest of the game. Um, Chris Barnes, number 51, the, you know, the undrafted rookie kids, you know, hustles all over and makes plays. There was one time on a punt in the second half and JK Scott, man, he did a lot of punting today. My God, they had after those Packers scored 10 points, The Buccaneers' defense stopped them 10 consecutive drives. That's unbelievable. And Chris Barnes was face down after a punt. It looked like he was just shaken because I saw him come back toward the end of the game. So that's what we know about for the injuries of this game. But, you know, here's the other thing. You know, one other spark would have helped was how this defense a year ago came up with those plays. Or or like they did against the Saints, right? It was Zadarius Smith pulling that ball out of Taysom Hill's hands and that changed the momentum in a tight ball game in the second half. And Adrian Amos stepped in today to talk to us and we asked the safety, where are the turnovers on this defense like you had last year?
10: Um, I don't know. We just had to figure out a way to get the ball. Um but again it's only week five. Um we four and one, we got to regroup. The turnovers will come. We gotta keep getting at the ball, keep getting pressure at the quarterback, keep being sticky in the back end. Um, Got to uh, make sure we on our guys and and, and execute. And, and those plays will come. You know, they can come in bunches. We can have, you know, a, a span of four games where we get a whole bunch of turnovers. And then it's, you know, we're a top, you know, takeaway team. So um, those things will come, you know, in time. As long as we keep working forward, keep pushing forward, um, those
2: things will come. So, Bill and Gary, I don't know, man. I think that Todd Bowles, you know, who – who uh, was in and out as the Jets head coach. Now he's defensive coordinator down here for Bruce Arians. Maybe he made a little bit of a blueprint for this Matt LaFleur pre-snap motion play, just telling his linebackers, and he's, you know he's got Endemicus Sue up there in the line and JJP, for crying out loud, like LaFleur referred to. But you know what? It's like, just stay home. Don't get into you know. Don't let your eyes go left and right, left right. Just stay home and keep drilling Rodgers. And he got sacked four times and pressured twelve times. I mean, Rodgers took a beating to the point, as you know, with about six seven minutes left. Lafleur said, "Okay, get out of there. Put in Tim Boyle. We're done." I always hope they pull him earlier than that. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. Mike, great stuff. It's a long flight home, I guess, after this one. And hopefully you scouted out some good stuff. At least we got to going on down there come January and February for Super Bowl. And hopefully we're back then at that point in time.
2: Sounds good. Thank you, Bill and Gary.
3: All right, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. Mike Clemens uh, joining us, our uh, Green and Gold Insider, down there in the Tampa Bay. And uh, he's up close and personal down there at Raymond James Stadium today in the weather and the wind and the heat and everything else. Packers take a loss, 38-10. to They follow the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Gary Ellerson alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. going to hear from Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur. When we come back, also more analysis, more comments from Gary as well. Stay tuned. we got more coming up right after this.
8: 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network
3: welcome back we are glad you are with us thanks so much uh, for taking a listen to us gary ellison alongside the green and gold postgame show 38 to 10 the packers take a loss and uh, and this one just just looked bad, I guess, for all the optics of it. Um, you know, a couple of you know interceptions thrown by Aaron Rodgers, one of them being pick six, not being able to muster more than 57 yards after the first couple of drives uh, of the game. It just uh, it just turned and, uh, and and got bad. Let's get back to the phone calls here real quick. I want to get some more of those in, uh, as we got a lot of people that have been on hold quite some time. Uh, let's go to a Mike listening to us in Greenfield. Mike, how you doing?
16: Hey Bill, how you doing? Uh, obviously, a little better. Uh, game was expected. Um, Gary's been saying uh, for some time and uh, getting a fight from the rest of the crew on the big show. <clears throat> the Packers, he didn't know what to say about the offense yet. Um, it's obvious we need a couple guys that can, you know, step up when you need them. Um, what I wanted to say, I've been defending uh, Petten for quite a while because. So many of the plays that go for big gains from the uh, opposing team, the guys are right there, but they're missing tackles. But um, and, and it's the game started out that way, too, and I thought, I'm telling my wife, you know, if, if these guys would make tackles, you know, the Packers' defense wouldn't be so bad. But something, you know, yeah, once in a while in a 16-game season, uh, you're going to have a stinker, but uh, they just – You know, it's like uh, they just threw in the towel after that. And Rodgers has a tendency, he's got nothing to prove, but yet that chip on his shoulder, you know, he he still does because uh, when he gets in games against uh, uh, high-quality quarterbacks, I I think he puts too much pressure on himself. And when it goes a little awry, you know, they're human, and that's what happened. Um, I'm hoping... uh, that uh, they rebound and learn from this, but uh, man, no points at all in the rest of the game. That is very makes me very nervous. And uh, I'm gonna hop off. Love the show, and uh, I, I I think uh, Gary had a point. Uh, they still need some playmakers. And uh, well, okay, I'm I'm getting off point. So uh, you guys have a great show, and uh, <laughs> hopefully uh, we'll uh, hear from you soon.
3: I appreciate it. So uh, Gary, I mean, I I get all the stuff that he was saying, but um Mm -hmm. you know i playmakers yes it's great to have and scheme it's great to Mm -hmm. have but i i think it has to Mm -hmm. you you need leadership you need guys that are you know thumpers you need finesse you need speed like you talked about the league has changed so much this was just this was a game where they just never got on track and and sometimes well you know this i mean you have a bad week of practice it just kind of translates doesn't it
4: yeah, I mean, yeah, it does, but I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not buying all that. I mean, maybe, maybe they can talk about they, they didn't practice well, but Bill, I know what I saw. I mean, you come down there the first drive and you shoved it right down their throats. You right. got three points. It looked good to me. Uh, and and I don't know did did did, what, did the next did they come and score seven? Did they punt? I mean, they did. No, uh, they they
3: got seven right after that. The first two drives yeah, were thirteen yeah. points.
4: Yeah, I mean, well, I, I excuse and me, and then not all of it. Yeah, then all of a sudden it's about practice. No, I, maybe it is, but it, it turned on the pick six. Yeah, hey, You're not going to tell me that it didn't. We can talk about practice and you didn't practice and all that stuff, but you manhandled this team, not manhandling, but I mean you, and and then Rodgers makes a, a bad read, stares down Devontae, Topos, they, they had they in great coverage. Maybe he thought it was man, maybe he thought it was zone. I don't know what it was, but it was wrong. Pick six, it's over. And then he comes back and throw another one, right? Right after that, which the guy was offside, I thought for sure. But see, I thought they was showed he was in the neutral on zone. Yeah, yeah, great coverage on Devontae. But it should have been a flag there, but you didn't get it. But still, now you were forcing another ball to Devontae,
3: right? And and that was one where the the. The uh, the coverage was all over him. I didn't understand why. Yeah. I mean, good at inside slam, he had leverage, but the coverage was all over him. And all over. I, I, it's a quick hitter. You are trying to get something going, yes, but again, had it not been two balls thrown to Devontae when their coverage was good, I think all of this goes away. But because if he it. was staring if he was staring down Aaron Jones and Aaron Jones was well covered coming out of the backfield or something, that's then we're going okay, bad play, bad read, whatever. But because it's Devonte, it's it's a big deal. Because we've been down this path before, where you try to force balls to Devontae, you know what I mean, and that's that's Correct. when, that's when everybody starts to blow. Up because then you say, okay, Devontae gets all the targets, and he's mm-hmm. the guy. Well, you said it last week or two weeks ago. You said, look, you can win without Devontae, but you can't win a championship without Devontae because you're going to need that Correct. dynamic, that other guy. And so, like it or not, w- whatever you think about Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams is still a key cog of the offense. He that's he is. He's a he's a tremendous receiver. Um, now, where you want to rank him in the league, I really don't give a damn. But he's right, still a tremendous right, right. reason because everybody gets all bent right. out of shape if you don't put him in the top three or top five. What well, I don't care. Yeah, but he's, yeah, still yeah, really yeah. to, he's still a really good. He's still really good receiver, and he's the best receiver this team has. True. So you're not going to say it's beneficial not to have him or not to throw to him. You know what I mean? It's just that's that's ludicrous. That, yeah. 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 No doubt. Um, let's do this. Let's get back to uh, get back to another one. Who else do we have here? Let's go to uh, Marcellius on the east side. Marcellius, how you doing today, buddy? What's up?
17: I'm doing very well, and I'm very. Um, let me say this: I'm heartbroken about the way things went with the Packers, and I take full responsibility. You hear me, Gary? Tell Leroy, I said I take full responsibility for this loss.
4: Why is that? Easy,
17: watch the Packers game by myself. Uh uh-huh. However, this woman and her boyfriend' birthday is today. Asked me to come to their house with other people. I had to wear a mask all the time. <laughs> and I know I always watch by myself and put the right power down. So that the Packers will definitely win. And I knew that if I go over there I would do it. Dog government love beat me up. I sacrifice <laughs> like right. for that.
4: There, there it is. Your fault. You should it's, have watched it. by yourself. I was waiting for the uh on him.
3: right? I was waiting for Aaron Rodgers after the game he said, Marcellius, man, you should have stayed home. Gave it (laughs) heebie-jeebies. That's what it was. That's a great call. 855-830-8648. Let's go real quick. Eric is on the east side as well. Eric, how you doing?
17: Hey, how you guys doing, man? Hey, bud.
3: We're good, Eric.
17: Hey, here's the deal, man. Was that Brett Favre out there? Uh, You know, I'm just going to throw a number of picks, and it it is what it is. uh, Because I'm glad for the fact that they did draft another quarterback, Gary. And I heard your uh, infomercial, your commercial before about, I did not seen this show before. I was not excited when the Packers got 4-0. I did not seen this before. I've been a longtime Packer fan all my life at, at, at 51. I did not seen this movie before, Gary. It's just like, I'm just eating the popcorn. Okay, my friends are excited. Oh, the Packers are 4 and I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, I said, you know, I, I'm not impressed by anything at this point. LaFleur didn't make the adjustment. It looks like Mike McCarthy was out there, didn't like a deer in the headlights. Couldn't make the adjustments. Uh, They should have went to a hurry up offense. Uh, What do you think about that? But they should have went to that situation. Once you got down by uh, two, three scores, they should have just tried to do something different. Let's just, if we're gonna get blown out, let's get blown out by trying something just to speed this up a little bit. Let's get into rhythm of something, and so. So the the non-changes by LaFleur on the fly, and now they got a blueprint, the rest of the league, how to beat the Packers. They're going to be, yeah, if they make it to the playoffs, they're going to be one and done. So it's the same old Packer team, but I'm glad they drafted another quarterback. Tell me what you guys think. Thank you.
4: Well, I mean, I I, I say this. I I think if Rodgers, if he can play like he played the first four games, either. For me, it would be tough for them to win another Super Bowl because I think they need more players. But most certainly, I think they can probably get there because you can—you never know when you catch lightning in a bottle Bill, and it just happens. Yeah. I mean, the, the, when they won a Super Bowl with Rodgers, I mean, you remember that team with Howard Green? Well, they have like 14, 15 new guys on the team, some mess like that, right. like injuries that yeah. they had. So th- those things can happen. I mean, so I'm not saying never say never because that can happen. But – uh I wanted them to draft someone else other than Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers is once-in-a-lifetime quarterback. We had two in a row. We're not promised to get another one. If you look at the new NFL, uh, maybe Jordan Love can be Garoppolo, and maybe that would be all you need to win, but your defense has got to be better. That 49 defense is pretty good. And so, I mean, you know, from last year. So it can happen, but, you you know, you they, they don't have, they don't have a defense to mesh up with a quarterback that's not as talented as Aaron Rodgers.
3: I would have left, just liked to seen them gone in a direction where you can just put playmakers around him that can help bolster the team. Now, yes, yes, you're totally right because you only have this so often. This is it. You know, man, I mean, I have I no idea what they
4: that. were thinking. I mean, you you're in a you're in a wide receiver heavy draft, and you don't take one. I mean, what message are
3: you sending to who? I still look at the statistics and the way Patrick Queen's playing for Baltimore, and holy mackerel, that guy would. Well, that
4: too, to and you, you knew you had a hole at middle linebacker.
3: Yeah, but you when it got you uh,
4: when and got Kirksey, and so you thought that was going to do it, but you knew Kirksey was had been hurt the whole time. Right. And he comes here yep. and
3: get hurt. Yep. No doubt. Uh, Listen, when we come back, we're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers. Also, uh, the injury report, by the way, uh, brought to you by our friends at uh, Tayback Law. Tayback right now. Hey, if you've got uh, veterans, if you feel you've been wrongfully denied any benefits, go to contact Tayback for the payback at TaybackAttorneys.com. That is TaybackAttorneys.com. You had a Lancaster with a shoulder. Bakhtiari uh, went down with a chest injury. No word on Bakhtiari as of right now. Or Lancaster. Tyler Irvin. Went down. Barnes went down uh, for a short period of time. Then ended up coming back into the game. So, hopefully those are just minor injuries. But you had, uh, to David Bakhtiari, I think we all sit now and we just hold our breath to make sure that uh, he is, or hopeful that he is able to come back and and, and compete beginning next week. Are they... They got a hole over there at left tackle. That was our worst nightmare was that if he went down for any length of time, holy moly, what are you going to do over there at left tackle? Uh, The injury report brought to you by Tayback Law Firm. Contact Tayback for the payback at Tayback Attorneys, T-A-B-A-K, TaybackAttorneys.com. That's TaybackAttorneys.com. Aaron Rodgers coming up next on the Green Gold Postgame Show.
8: Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
1: Let's hear from the QB of today's game. Let's hear what number 12 has to say after this one. Brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds, where they always pay green for your gold. RobertHackDiamonds.com.
3: 38-10, to 10, the Green Bay Packers knocked off by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Welcome back to the program. We are glad you are with us. And uh, Gary Ellison alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. It's the Green Gold Post Game Show. And, uh, Gary, a couple of people asking uh, if Rodgers seemed like he didn't have a good week of practice, how that would affect his play. Uh, you know, Gary, I look, a, a bad week for And I know Aaron Rodgers said that, uh, you know, Pat McAfee podcast that, you know, his worst games are some of people's career years, that type of thing, or career yeah, numbers or what have true, you. True, true. But yeah, this, was just, this was just not a good game. This is one of those games no, where you wasn't. come out and kind of trip over yourself.
4: No, it wasn't. It wasn't a great game by him at all. I mean, you, you never see him miss a pass like that to, uh, to Mercedes Lewis, whether it's the wind was blowing or not. I mean, I yeah, I mean that's that's never really happened.
3: He yeah, that was see you can look at forcing the ball into Devontae Adams and call it what you will, but that pass he threw to to Mercedes Lewis that was just that you that just doesn't happen to Aaron Rodgers. And and, and you know that was one where pressure came up the gut. He threw off the back foot. Uh, and you know, whether the wind got it or not, or maybe he didn't have the same zip on it, regardless, it just was kind of an ugly floating duck and had Mercedes had, had actually been on target. Maybe they grab a little momentum. And Mercedes Lewis takes it at least another 10, 15, 20 yards, gets the ball downfield, and actually racks up some yards in a in a drive and puts them over into Tampa Bay territory. So, uh, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers spoke after the game today. Aaron Rodgers uh, and his uh, comments are brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds, where they always pay green for your gold. Go to Robert Hack, H A A C K, Robert Hack Diamonds.com. Uh, let's take a listen to a little bit of what the quarterback had to say. So there you go, some of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Gary, let me ask you this. Uh, you, you ever had yeah. a bad week of practice and still been – because he had said, look, I missed some throws I normally make. He, he, you know, he talked about a couple of things, kind of just things feeling out of sync. And this was my fear. This is what I said when you guys used it on your afternoon show and said I had trepidation. This was it because it just seemed like everything was flowing. And then all of a sudden you get into the bye week, and that could take away your mojo, that energy, that flow. And then you try to scramble like it's just going to happen. You can't just snap your fingers and say, okay, we're back into the flow. And it seemed like he said, I missed some throws. We talked about the flow, getting in and out of the huddle, terminology's too long. I mean, all these things that we heard at the beginning of the season. You know what I mean?
4: Well, we'll find out, Bill. I don't know. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not going to buy in. And sometimes you do have a bad week of practice. I mean, and sometimes you have a bad week of practice and you go and blow a team out. Sometimes you have a bad week of practice and you get blown out. And so, um, you know, we'll just have to get a feel for it, right? I mean, you're five games in. You're four and one. I mean, I don't know. You're still in first place. You're probably tied with the Bears. I don't know how that all works out by percentage points, but they're still in a good place. Uh, I need to see more. I mean, I think it's. I think it's a situation where you look at the Green Bay Packers offense. For me, I think it was more about Todd Bowles and how effective they were. I just don't really think that that Matt Lafleur and he talks about this. I just really don't think that Matt Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers really understood the speed in which this defensive team had. Uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were everywhere. Their linebackers can flat out get to the football. They tried to block these guys on the edge, couldn't get them. And then all of a sudden they got you got down, you had to throw the ball and then they just ate up your, 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 your offensive line. And when you've got Ricky Wagner who was playing left tackle, who's not really a left tackle, he's a right tackle and he's more of a run blocker than he's a pass blocker, you knew it was over. I put on my um, Twitter right away when Ricky Wagner came in, let's just get Aaron Rodgers out before he get killed. And then right away people People just start coming at me because saying that. Well, why would you want to take Rodgers out? Because I don't want to see him get knocked out. To me, at that particular point, the game was over. And and I know, I know it was third quarter. Still early. It's a long season. I, I still think. I mean, I still think they've got a chance. Everything is in, uh, ahead of them. Uh, I still think it's a team that possibly can get to the Super Bowl. I'm not talking that talk yet. But in order to get there, you got to have an upright Aaron Rodgers if you're going to make it get there. Jordan Love ain't going to get you to the Super Bowl, and Tim Boyle ain't either.
3: Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back here a little bit from Matt LaFleur. pick the MVP of the game. They're few and far between. Stay tuned. Packers get beat 38-10. to We'll wrap up the Green and Gold postgame show. Coming up next.
8: Wisconsin Wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
1: Somebody stood out today. That player is the Van Horn MVP of the game. Let's see who Bill and Gary choose from today's game. Brought to you by Van Horn Automotive Group. Locations throughout Wisconsin and Iowa. Family born and employee owned. On the web at vanhornauto.com.
3: This was an ugly one. 38-10, to 10, the Packers get knocked off by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Gary Ellerson alongside. I'm Bill Michaels. Gary, I, I, I can't think offensively. Who I would take in this contest, if anybody. Would you, though, even though he did end up getting injured, he still led the team in tackles. Would you go with Chris Barnes, who was just everywhere? He's a man. Today.
4: Yeah, I, I think yeah, that's a good call, Bill. I think if you're going to look at anybody that popped off your screen, it was Chris Barnes. Yes, most yep. certainly.
3: I would go in that direction, even though he did end up a little bit On nicked On both sides up. of the football, yes. Yep. Yeah, I would go with Chris Barnes today. He is really, really impressing. He is your Van Horn Automotive MVP of the game, brought to you by the Van Horn Automotive Group with locations throughout Wisconsin and in Iowa, family-born and employee-owned. On the web at vanhornauto.com. Head coach Matt LaFleur, let's take a listen for a minute or two to see what the head coach had to say about this one. There you go, some strong statements from the head coach, Gary. Practice like it, play like it. Yeah, and they did I like the fact that at least he says, hey, look, I didn't get the plays in. We were in and out of the huddle, two lackadaisical. These are these are all things that he recognizes, we all recognize. So it's – it's. I I guess now the question becomes pertinent. We asked at the beginning of the show, is this a good team that just had a bad day or is this a a team that was 4-0 and and they've just been exposed?
4: You know, we don't know. We're going to find out. I mean, I think there, there's still a lot of football left this season. Uh, we'll figure out what this team is as they continue to march towards – uh, Tampa Bay. And that's where the Super Bowl will be. We'll see right now. They're one of the top two, three teams in the NFC. I mean, you still got the Rams. They're still out there. The 49ers may still have something to say about it. The Chicago Bears look pretty good today, but nobody's believing it. So, but yeah, the, the, the Packers are right there. We'll see.
3: There you have it. Uh, one more time between, before a crowd at Raymond James Stadium, of 15,540 that were actually allowed to attend this contest. Packers take their first loss of the season, 38-10. to For Gary Ellison, I'm Bill Michaels. This is the Green and Gold Postgame Show. Time for us to go. Have a going. Two. Sure.
8: Listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.